rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Okay, there you go. How are you doing on this fantastic, yes, fantastic Thursday? Yeah, it seems like we had some glitchiness at the very beginning there, so sorry about that if you went through that torture, but these things happen. Welcome to live radio and live streaming um, as we are doing the thing. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. By the way, I always have to remind people, my instructors in broadcasting has always said, if an error occurs, never reference it on the air. Well... Tough shit. I just did. Anyway, so like I said, broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And of course, that other thing is taking place. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. And I guess I should tell you, yes, that it is September the 15th and it is day 258th of the year. And there's only 107 days left to go. And then, of course, somebody will go out there and say that great thing about, hey, uh, did you know, did you know, did you know that they refer to Thursday as Friday Junior, which I think that that's a terrible name. But if you want to refer to it as that, you're more than welcome to. Anyways, if you want to interact with the show, it's a simple, simple, simple process. All you do is go to call in radio.com that's callinradio.com that will get you moving and grooving through our sistema and get everything going for you just in case if you were trying to figure it out anyways with that being said you are here to hang out and talk and do all that kind of fun stuff so like i said calling radio is the easiest way to do it but you are here for news and information so i think it might be time to start doing that thing here is what was trending rated r safety show okay so let's talk about it real quick jesse powell was trending on wednesday after news of his death circulated we can talk a little bit more about that if you'd like here in a bit also dairy queen landed on twitter's top 10 trends yesterday after a man claimed that he wanted to restore trump to president of the united states walked into a pennsylvania dairy queen armed with a handgun he also allegedly threatened to kill all democrats interesting that's an interesting one um that's definitely a twist on something that i did not expect to hear uh but i guess everybody kind of does their own thing when it comes to certain things and that just seems a little strange to me i'm just being honest let's be honest about the whole thing and also, Brett Favre was trending yesterday on Wednesday, which I guess many might be asking the question on why in the hell was Brett Favre trending? Because that's a good question. I don't know. I can only tell you what I find. It was on the trends. Maybe we should have looked into it a little bit more. You know, that kind of fun stuff. Anyway, so let's talk about real quickly what we do here. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety, so don't worry about that. In some way, shape, or form, we'll take cover um, in letting you know what the hell is going on inside of this lovely world. Uh, so what we do is we bring in some professional broadcasters, let them do their gig, 
I come back in and talk a little bit about what I think is going on inside of the world, if you care about that. And then we kind of do a main story, put a bow on the whole big package, and then move out from there. And then I'll beg and plead with you to go to RadioBig.fm and hang out with me if you want to do that after this, um, after this show, to go into the next show. Yeah. That's what happens when you're committed to three hours of radio every day. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, yeah, you know, we've been talking around here of starting at 60, at 6 a.m. That's the Eastern time around here. And I don't know, would you want four hours of this? It sounds like four hours of madness to me. But, hey, you can tell me inside of the chatty yatty box at callinradio.com of exactly what you would like to see. I mean, if it's if you don't want to see that, I get it. I don't blame you. Nobody wants to see me. That's why we don't do, well, we do visual radio, but that's why we just don't do video all the time. But anyways, that's not here nor there. Let's get you into what's important. And I think that what's going to be important is what the hell's going on inside of the world of the news. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. The White House says a deal has been reached to prevent a rail worker strike at midnight tonight. The latest from Rory O'Neill. Hours before tens of thousands of rail workers were set to walk off their jobs, the White House says a tentative deal has been struck that will give workers better pay, improved conditions, and more freedom in their schedules. A nationwide rail strike could have cost the economy $2 billion a day and threatened fuel and food supplies across the country. The announcement followed a 20-hour marathon bargaining session involving union, rail lines, and the Biden administration. I'm Rory O'Neill. A fire burning in the mountains east of Sacramento has become California's largest wildfire this year. As of Wednesday night, the Mosquito fires destroyed over 63,000 acres of dry timber in Placer and El Dorado counties. Cal Fire says over 11,000 residents have been evacuated. Mourners continue to wait hours on end to pay their respects to the late Queen Elizabeth II, Jay Gray, in London. She meant so much to so many, some trading the better part of two days, for just a few precious seconds. One final audience with Her Majesty. Members of the public waited overnight in a line that stretched as long as three miles to view the Queen's coffin lying in state in Westminster Hall. Meanwhile, members of the military were seen preparing for Monday state funeral services that will see 4,500 troops take part in a military parade. A new report says former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is cooperating with the Justice Department in a probe into last year's Capitol attack. Trey Thomas with more. CNN says Meadows has complied with a subpoena from the DOJ and given them the same materials he gave to the House January 6th committee. Last year, Meadows turned over thousands of emails and text messages to the committee investigating the Capitol riot. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Windsor, I'm Oli Barrett. Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping are meeting on the sidelines of a summit in Uzbekistan. Mourners have been queuing through the night in London to visit the Queen as she lies in state. Pakistan's continuing to grapple with devastating floods which have claimed around 1,500 lives since mid-June. And a 42-year-old woman's been arrested in South Korea for the alleged murder of two children whose bodies were discovered in New Zealand. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. The World Health Organization is indicating the COVID pandemic could be nearing a close. We have never been in a better position to end the pandemic. We're not there yet, but the end 
is in sight. On Wednesday, the agency's director general said the number of virus-related deaths last week was the lowest it's been since March of 2020. Two planes of illegal immigrants from Florida have landed overnight in Martha's Vineyard. Venezuelans in South Florida are set to rally against the move. More from Natalie Rodriguez. Governor Ron DeSantis has sent two planes of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Boston officials say there were about 50 Venezuelan migrants on the planes, including children. We put together 50 beds, blew up air mattresses. Um, they came. They were you know, hungry and thirsty, understandably. A spokesperson for the Florida governor says the planes are part of the state's relocation program to transport illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations. The Venezuelan American Caucus calls the plan cruel and inhumane. They do plan a press conference later this morning from Doral. A federal jury in Chicago has convicted R. Kelly on child pornography and exploitation charges. United States Attorney John R. Lausch thanked Kelly's victims for coming forward. Their courage in coming forward, their perseverance and their resolve to be here years later to tell their story is truly remarkable. The singer was found guilty yesterday on three counts of producing child pornography and three counts of enticing a minor to engage in sexual activity. The owner of a billion-dollar company in California is giving it away to help the planet, Lucinda Kay explains. The founder of the outdoor company, Patagonia, is giving away his company to fight climate change. Yvonne Schwenard and his family have made a 10-figure fortune running Patagonia. Now they've transferred ownership to trusts and nonprofits. 98% of Patagonia's total shares now owned by an organization called the Holdfast Collective. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. What happened to Philip K. Dick from February to March 1974 would change him forever. For the next eight years, he attempted to explain in writing his experience of the entire universe transformed into information. Enter the letters, dreams, and journal entries of the mind behind Blade Runner and a scanner darkly. Learn the genesis of the Vallis trilogy and the stories behind other classic Dick novels. Houghton Mifflin Harcourt is proud to present The Exegesis of Philip K. Dick, edited by Pamela Jackson and Jonathan Leapham. Experience the ultimate quest into a cosmic mystery like no other. Touch Genius. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. 
In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you pop quiz hot shot during a heat wave, what's more important, air conditioning or air guitar? Um, is it air conditioning? Air guitar. The answer is always air guitar. Okay, there you go. We are back, and it is currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Thursday. Yes, Thursday it is. Thursday it will be. And Thursday is how we'll have it. That's what it sounds like to me. Anyways, let's talk real quick. An unnamed staff member at Northeastern University in Boston is recovering after a small package bomb exploded when he opened it. Uh, Officials were called Tuesday night after the explosion and the report indicates a similar device was found in a nearby art museum. So things are getting a little uh, suspicious over there as we are talking and doing the things that we talk about around here. But no suspects or motive have been identified as of late, so we will have to take a look and see what the hell is going on, that is for sure. A new paper published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences Journal suggested that an enormous asteroid didn't kill dinosaurs after all, and instead it was terrifyingly increasing the volcanic activity on the planet. The researchers of the main theory in the geologic history show massive volcanic eruption lineup, which other mass extinction events over the eons. These uh, flood bassets episodes cause large swarms of land to be covered in lava over the course of a million years, which is pretty quick. And geologic time scale. Worth noting, given the million year time scale of a continental lava flood, the author admit that the asteroid could have also been the death blow for the inedible. So there you go. 
I mean, I, it's kind of it's kind of interesting when you hear new theories because you sit back and go, but hold on, my whole life I believe this other theory, so let's get the new theory to make sure that I get confused on the theory of the theory of the theory because who knows what's going on. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, with that being said, Netflix has been pitching advertisers on its discounted and ad-supported tier slated rollout in um, in the coming weeks. Internal documents obtained by the Wall Street Journal suggest that the streamer expects 40 million viewers using the supported plan by the end of the year. So when are they rolling this out? Because how would you have 40 million? I can understand maybe 40 million from a year from now, but a year, like, Within this year, that's some heavy marketing. Anyways, the projected unique viewers number is different from the number of subscribers, given how many people share plans. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they've been doing some stuff for a while here. If you really give it um, some continuity um, in regards of trying to change this up. Seriously. So I just look at it and I go, what the hell are they going to do to fix it? Because let's be realistic. You know a person who is borrowing someone else's Netflix account. And if you're not the account owner, you might even be the person who's actually uh, borrowing the account. If you get my, my drifty ifty there, as we're talking about this. So don't be, uh, don't be fooled by some of that. Anyways, ahead of a potential national railroad worker strike, Amtrak is ramping down its long distance service. Amtrak owns and operates its routes in the Northeast, so it will maintain service in many parts of the country, but freight rail will suffer if the strike goes on. But we already talked about this. A deal was worked out for it won't happen tonight, but nearly 115,000 employees represented by the BNSF, Union Pacific, and CSX uh, would strike on Friday if the deal was not ironed out. But as you know, and I know, the deal has been ironed out because when we go into, uh, well, let's talk about it, real scenario of actually getting the the news we kind of know the shit that's going on in real time which i like seriously i like knowing this stuff in real time because nobody ever wants to be behind uh with uh some of that so with that being said why don't we talk a little bit more about this because now the deal has been averted. If the strike had gone forward, it could have caused economic chaos. The rails serve oil refineries tied to gas prices and farmers carrying crops and fertilizer. The cost of cars and trucks already at high prices because of a computer chip shortage could have been disrupted. Three quarters of new vehicles are shipped by rail. The Association of American Railroads had estimated the economic impact of a nationwide railroad strike could top $2 billion a day. I'm Michael Kastner. Could you imagine that? You can't get something ironed out, but it's going to potentially cost you $2 billion a day as things are going. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a fun time. But for sure, it is something to think about as we are talking and moving and grooving and all of the other fun stuff and jargon words that I would use in that particular instance. So there you go. Anyways, take a listen to this. A funeral is being held today in Staten Island for Port Authority police officer and former Major League player 
Jennifer Polsoni has more information. Hundreds of mourners have been paying respects the last two days on Staten Island at the wake for 37-year-old Anthony Vivaro and now his funeral. It was just this past Sunday he was driving to the 9-11 Remembrance Ceremony when he was fatally struck by a wrong-way driver on the New Jersey Turnpike who was also killed. Vivaro spent six years in the MLB pitching for the Braves, Mariners, and Red Sox before voluntarily retiring from baseball in 2016 to become a Port Authority cop. He leaves behind a wife and four children. Jennifer Bolsoni, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you, Jennifer, for that information right there. Take a listen to this. The state of Texas is reducing the number of National Guard troops on the border for Republican Governor Greg Abbott's border security mission. Trey Thomas has more information. Officials with the Texas Military Department say there are more than 5,000 service members deployed for Operation Lone Star. Last November, Abbott said he had sent 10,000 troops to the border, but the actual number topped out at about 6,500, with thousands more supporting the mission from Austin and elsewhere. Officials say fence construction and unmanned aerial surveillance have allowed for a reduction of troops. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thank you, Trey, for that information right there and what the hell is going on inside of the world, inside of the world of information there. Take a listen to this real quick. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg um, is responding to Michigan Republican Party co-chair about the homophobic tweet about him to Michigan. Listen to this. Trey Thomas has more info. Buttigieg says he and his husband, Chaston, are raising their girl and boy to have better values than Maddox. She tweeted this week that Buttigieg was a weak little girl in response to learning the family has moved to Traverse City. The former South Bend, Indiana mayor is the first openly gay Senate-confirmed cabinet secretary and a former U.S. Navy Reserve officer. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thank you, Trey Thomas, for the information there on what is going on. Let's take a look at this real quick. Let's bring in some John Smalls for him to tell us about the market beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Equity markets slipped again Wednesday, although the move was muted in relation to the prior session. The S&P 500 shed about 0.25% at the low of the session, but closed with a small gain following mixed PPI report. The PPI data fell slightly on a month-to-month basis, but remains very hot on a core and year-over-year basis, and points to additional price increases for consumers down the road. The news was not as bad as feared, but bad enough, and should help seal the deal on a 75 basis point rate hike at the next FOMC meeting. That happens in just seven days. With the CPI and PPI still running hot and the FOMC on track to raise rates by another 150 basis points by the end of the year, the odds of a major recession have grown very high. The first glimmers of that recession can be seen in the housing market, which is seeing a high double-digit decline in the pace of mortgage applications and new and existing home sales. You can get the inside track at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thanks, John. Smalls for that information right there and what is going on inside of the world. Let me give you a little bit more info here on what we were able to find. The Dow was flat on Wednesday, picking up about 30 points. The S&P was uh, five, the S&P 500 was up 13 points to close at 3,946. And the NASDAQ was up 86 points to close at 11,000. 719. West Texas Intermediate was just shy of $89 a barrel, while the Brent crude closed at $94.10. The national average of a price of a gallon of gas was $3.70. 
Bitcoin was back under $20,000 on Wednesday, losing more than $200 of trading around $19,900. There was 2,117 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States went on Wednesday and 73 such cancellations. So there you go, some stuff that was going on inside of there. Anyways, uh, there are if there's um, some things going on across the charts. I don't even know how this is a chart, but take a listen to this. Watch as these fishermen get shocked of a lifetime when a shark leaps on and out of the water onto their boat. There's a video that was shared by the Sea Ventures Charters that has been viewed over 3.3 million times. If you care about that kind of stuff, it's out there. All you have to do is take a look for it. There you go. Kind of a simple process. Anyways, earlier we were talking about Jesse Powell um, that had died. The R&B singer passed away on Tuesday in Los Angeles. No cause of death has been shared. He was 51 at the at the time of the passing. So there you go. So interesting stuff as we are talking for sure. What else do we have going on? Do, do we want to do something out of the ordinary? Do we want to do something that we normally don't do? And let's do it. Let, let's just do it for the sake of doing it. Here's today in politics. President Biden is set to host a United We Stand summit today at the White House. Per a White House press release, the summit is meant to counter hate-fueled violence on both democracy and public safety while presenting an important opportunity for Americans of all races, religions, and political affiliations to stand together. Biden is set to speak at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is defending a newly proposed federal bill that would ban abortions after 15 weeks. I'm proudly pro-life, and I have no apology for being pro-life, and there's no bad time to defend the unborn. The South Carolina lawmaker introduced the Protecting Pain-Capable Unborn Children from Late-Term Abortions Act this week. It would prohibit doctors from providing abortions after that time, except in situations involving rape, incest, or risks to the patient's health. And the Biden administration is announcing a tentative deal to avoid what could have been the first nationwide rail worker strike in 30 years. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh confirmed the development in a tweet overnight. That's politics. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Okay, there you go. The politic moment, seeing how that's going to go. I will let you know what the hell happens in the box um, because you know how those things go um, from time to time. That is what is going on. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk a little bit more about some other things that are going on inside of this world. Take a listen to this real quick. A public memorial service is scheduled for Arvada police officer Dylan Vankoff, who was shot and killed on Sunday morning. Residents uh, described Vankoff as a hardworking and community focused. Incredibly dedicated, a, a huge desire uh, to serve. It's just it was so deeply embedded in him that this is what he wanted to do and he loved what he was doing here in this community. The memorial service for Vankoff is set for 10 a.m. on Friday in the community church in South Balder um, Road in Arvida. The 27-year-old was killed while responding to a disturbance call. A family member says the suspect, Sony Almananza, uh, fired at the officer Bankoff, thinking that he was one of his girlfriend's family members during the altercation between the two groups. Alemansa and the woman were shot during the incident. Both are expected to survive. Alemansa faces eight charges, including first-degree murder of a police officer. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there 
for sure. Anyways, California is taking legal action against Seattle-based Amazon. Take a listen to this. California Attorney General Rob Bonta filing a lawsuit against the retail giant for blocking price competition, causing increased prices across the state. To stop Amazon's anti-competitive behavior and recover significant damages to consumers and the California economy. Amazon requires merchants to enter into agreements that severely penalize them if their products are offered for a lower price elsewhere. Bonta alleges these agreements prevent other online retailers from competing, resulting in Amazon's dominance in the online retail marketplace. Bonta says this practice hurts merchants and consumers through inflated fees and higher prices. Nika Magalhis, NBC News Radio. What an interesting time to be alive when we get to hear some stuff like that. It kind of makes you start wondering what is going on. Let's do something else for you to try this out for a moment. Let's talk about what is going on inside of the health beat. A new study out of Brigham and Women's Hospital reveals the time of day you eat could affect your mood. It found people who ate both day and night were 26% more likely to experience depression-like moods and 16% were more likely to feel anxious. The findings suggest timing meals differently may benefit people who have a disrupted circadian rhythm. I'm Mark Mayfield. New York lawmakers are considering what's being called the Standing is Tiring Act. Bronx Assemblywoman Karina Reyes, who's a nurse, wants employers to allow cashiers, clerks, a chance to sit down at work. If it sounds like it's straight out of Seinfeld, there was that one episode. The security guy. What about him? Why does he have to stand? George Costanza making the same standing as tiring argument got the guard a rocking chair and the store was ripped off while he fell asleep. So Reyes is trying to reassure folks her bill would not apply to workers who need to be on their feet to do patrols. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Okay, thank you, Sarah Lee Kessler, for that information right there. It starts making you wonder about some things, you know. You start taking a look at The Simpsons. They have some predictive stuff. Now you're looking at Seinfeld. They have some predictive stuff. It starts making you wonder what the hell is going on inside of the world as we are hanging out there. Anyways, take a listen to this. Los Angeles Court Supervisor Sheila Cool calls Wednesday's raid on her home a political motivated stunt. This is all about a contract with which I had nothing to do. And there's no ongoing investigation. So it's pure harassment. Okay, Cool's home was raided by sheriff's deputies in connection with a public corruption probe um, involving a metropolitan transportation authority. One of Cool's close friends, uh, the supervisor, says that they've done nothing wrong and says that she's being harassed by Sheriff Alex Villanueva, who has had an ongoing issues with the Board of Supervisors during his tenure and is up for re-election in less than two months. Deputies also served a search warrant to Cool's office at the County Hall Administration. So there you go. Cool says that she's not upset with the deputies, but blames Sheriff Villanueva. These deputies, obviously, they go where they're told, but it all has to come back to the sheriff. And the department being so out of control that a thing like this could happen. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there as we are talking, moving, and grooving. I guess it's time to do that because we are currently 32 past the top of the hour. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so main story. So I guess I need to have something kind of piled up, something to go with, something to talk about, something to look into and uh, talk to you about. But guess what? I don't really think I have anything. 
No, seriously. No, that's not true. That's not true. But you know that at time we go through our work day and we take a look around and is what is going on and we have to deem how are things going? How are things happening inside of the workplace? How are things happening in the way that you want them to? How are things happening in there, even if it's not the outcome that you're looking for? And listen, I know that some people have a hard time with us saying this. I know some people have a hard time. But when was the last time you went out and did a temperature check? When was the last time that you did some, we'll call it espionage, to check what was going out in the field? And what am I talking about here? Well, I used to be blessed and, uh, and be able to have the opportunity to go follow along with some of the vehicle operators that I got to interact with. So I could do, go out and do spot checks to see what they were doing out in the world, to see exactly what was going on. And I take a look around and I go, you know, it's not so much of sitting there with a checklist and seeing what is going on. It's about going out there and seeing what the needs are for the workplace. Because here's the problem that we run into. Sometimes we think that our safety needs are something entirely different than what it needs to be. Our safety needs are not exactly what we might have down on a sheet of paper. And sometimes when you interact with operators out in the field, they want to tell you exactly what's going on and they don't want to be, well, I will say, shut in inside of a corporate office. They don't want to be shut in in an office where they don't feel comfortable using that as an example. Now, if you work at an assembly line or a construction site, things can be slightly different because people are going to go, well, why is that person talking to the safety person? Is something wrong? And I get that. I understand that from time to time. And it's all about the setup. It's all about how things have been set up throughout the organization. If you are one of these people that go out there and have that safety cop mentality of, aha, I caught you. And I'm not saying anything bad about the cops, but you go into, you know, seek and destroy mode opposed to seek help and improve. Well, this could be an issue. And listen, just because something is not exactly how it's written on a document that people are doing, you know. It's one of those things that you have to check and go, if it's not going exactly how it's documented on how things have been written out, maybe there's time to start thinking of adjustments. Now, listen, I have worked in organizations that it takes like an act of Congress to get something changed. And I've worked at organizations as well that you go out to lunch with somebody who's part of the owners and things get changed in a moment. So hopefully you're somewhere between a happy medium there, opposed to it being one decisive thing over another. Because that becomes a little bit more interesting and a little bit more difficult if it's done in that particular fashion. So with that being said, how often do you go out and check and spot check and see what is going on? Now, if you are an army of one, you are one safety person for the whole company. Well, I understand where that can be a little bit difficult. But how do you prioritize your time in getting some of this stuff done? How do you prioritize what needs to be done out there inside of the real world? Maybe that's a question to ask yourself. 
because you're going to understand your operation better than I do. And your field workers will know the operation better than you do. At least that seems to be what it is in most circumstances. So how will you go about to make sure that things are good? Maybe that is something to think about today. Maybe if you have a moment today, five to ten minutes, that you can sit down and make a plan on what that would look like. Sit down and think about how that could affect everything. Because listen, I will tell you, I covered the whole North America section for the company that I was at previously. And I would have to schedule my time to make sure that I could go throughout the U.S., throughout Canada, just to make sure that things were done. Would that be something that you would put into consideration? There you go. Something to think about, that's for sure. It's my kind of music. music. I get the best mix of my favorite music. music. All on one radio station. Another wild ride is around the corner on Radio Big. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. The WorkWise Summit is an interactive two-day gathering that will bring like-hearted leaders together like never before as we discuss ways to better align HR, safety, and operations around one common goal creating the future of work together. Day one will focus on self-performance with talks with leading experts on how to live and lead at our best. Day two will focus on organizational performance with discussions on what we can do together to break down silos and foster action. The work summit will take place at Coker Tire Museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee on Thursday, September the 22nd and Friday, September the 23rd. For more information, go to WorksBee dot com forward slash Y summits that's W-O-R-K-Z-B-E dot com Y summit to some people the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much but that's not necessarily true by six months they're combining vowels and consonants By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. (laughs) And kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. (laughs) And with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have any body to go with. Dad 
jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. It's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. That's really funny. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 40-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching an warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, there you go. 43 minutes past the top of the hour. Yeah, this song is readily available on Spotify and iTunes and definitely YouTube Music. This is OMF Kids covering Let It Be Captured. And the kids are playing everything on this thing. And I mean like everything, everything. Every single instrument. They're not doing the mixing. Somebody else is doing the mixing. But yeah, little kids doing this. Seems like some pre-teens. Maybe some teens in there too. So yeah, OMF Kids cover and let it be captured. I would say take a gander over there. Take a little listen. And while you're there, you might want to look up the original as well. So thank you to them. Great stuff going on there. You are still hanging out here on the Rated R Safety Show on this lovely Thursday as we get to hang out and do all the fun stuff uh, that we're doing on this side of the sequence because that's what it seems like. I love when we get to hang out and talk about just some random stuff. Um, and that's not an always thing. It's a it's a time-to-time thing that I, I mean, I get it. I get that we don't get to do our thing all the time, but we get to do it sometimes, so that's important as we are doing it. Anyways, it is during that time of the show that I need to tell you about the most important thing that I will ever tell you in my lifetime. And I don't know if I can make that important enough 
were specific enough. Because realistically, here's the thing. What I'm about to tell you can help save lives. And that's about my friends at 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They can help prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support to provide people in distress, to help support with prevention of crisis, and resources for you and loved ones. The best practices for professionals is also available on their website at 988lifeline.org. Or you can give them a call at 988. Yes, that's it. Just 988. Or you can text the word TALK to 988. Just in case if you were wondering, too, we used to talk about 1-800-273-TALK all the time. That phone number is still readily available. But they have come to the conclusion that 988 is a little bit simpler format to get it your way. So that is why that one is readily available as well. So with that being said, if you are going through distress or know someone who is going through distress or is struggling with depression or suicide attempts, you can have them give a call to 988 or text the word TALK to 988. Listen, this is an all-important subject, and I will tell you day in and day out as we're able to have this discussion that the stigma needs to go away. This needs to be something that we can talk about when you are having a difficult time, when you are struggling. It is okay to talk to someone, and it is okay to actually ask for help. Please understand, at no point are you a burden. This is something super important that needs to be talked about all the time. Not sometime, not every once in a while, all the time. That's the way that we should be talking about this because that's how important it is. So there you go. 988lifeline.org for more information. Let's get into some more info as we are hanging out on this lovely Thursday. It has only been days since the death of Britain's longest serving monarch. An unofficial souvenir have already rolled out at gift shops in London and online in places like Amazon and Etsy. There are fridge magnets tea sets and flags and mugs of course t-shirts and sweatshirts with the face of the queen elizabeth ii that are inscribed with the dates of the 70-year reign from 1952 to 2022 uh cool britannia a shop that um, sells memorabilia across the streets from the buckingham palace pushed its suppliers to work overnight to get mementos ready by saturday just two days after the queen's death meanwhile items depicting the new monarch, Charles III, are also on their ways to the shop where tourists have been buying other royal gifts like queen's bobbleheads and uh, rubber ducks wearing crowns. Official merchandise will take longer to um, to arrive to approve, to approve vendors who have suspended sales of royal souvenirs out of respect of the mourning period. As much respect as I have for the man, I identify don't want to see his face on a mug before I even had my first sip of coffee. So maybe that's something to think about. And so you're telling me that those queen steaks I picked up at the butcher shop aren't official merchandise. So I guess that's something um, to talk about because I didn't know. I didn't know. So let's talk real quick about some other things. Embracing space. Yeah, take a listen to this. A company has announced plans to build a number number of $5 billion resorts around the world shaped in the shaped like a moon canada-based moon world resorts plans to include a 198 million dollar replica of well the moon which could contain uh, uh facilities ranging from realistic lunar training to luxury apartments 
MWR founder sees the opportunity for people to experience space travel without the cost of actually leaving Earth. The plan is to license four moon resorts around the world, North America, Europe, Middle East, North Africa, and Asia. Multi-leveled moon structures will contain a lunar surface and a colony as well as 4,000 hotel suites. Those will be above level containing a theater, potential casinos, health spas, businesses, convention centers, as well as restaurant boutiques. It promises to deliver a dynamic and authentic experience on planet Earth, available all, not to merely a few. They hope that they will be open their first location by 2027 and sell it to Disney in 2029. So that's what they're looking to do. Okay, maybe the last part I added into it, but man, there you go. I mean, you would almost have to put one out next to Kennedy Space Center because that would make the most logical sense. I mean, does this be realistic? Anyways, NASA plans to um, intentionally crash one of the spacecrafts into an asteroid this month to test what may um, one day uh, pr- protect the Earth against, uh, well, a catastrophe. On September the 26th, the space agency will use a double asteroid redirect test spacecraft, DART, as a, a battering ram to crash into an asteroid that's not too far away from Earth. While the asteroid poses no threat to Earth, this will be the first test to the kinetic impact technique using a spacecraft to deflect an asteroid for planetary defense. According to NASA, the DART system launched the rocket from uh, Vandenberg Airspace in California last november in which it works out according to the plan nasa will try the technique for a larger asteroid if it doesn't uh well enjoy whatever time we have left so there you go some things to think about as we are talking so with that being said i think it might be time to bring some john smalls inside of here and let him tell us about the motivation minute the motivation minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com today's quote was submitted by Alyssa. Khalil Gibran said, a man's true wealth is the good he does in the world. I love that, and I agree with it. I know wealthy people who give back to their community and to the world. Their lasting impact will be these things. Sure, they made some sort of difference in business, too, but the big difference will most likely be these extra things that they wanted to do for their community and for the world around them. These will be the things that they fondly remember. Most of us will not look back and say, I wish I would have been in more meetings. But we may say, I wish I would have helped a little more when I could have. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. Somebody on a diet and struggling with cravings for fatty foods might be tempted to blame their taste buds. After all, the delicious taste of butter or ice cream is hard to resist. But new research investigating the source of our appetites has uncovered an entirely new connection between the gut and the brain that drives our desire for fatty foods. At Columbia Sacrament Institute, scientists studying mice found that the fat entering the intestines triggers a signal. Conducted along nerves to the brain, the signal drives a desire for fatty foods. Published on September 7, 2022 in Nature, the new study raises the possibility of interfering with this gut-brain connection to help prevent unhealthy choices and address the growing global health crisis caused by overeating. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. 
we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of there. Thank you for the info because, you know, that always helps out as we are doing our groove and move of things. Anyways, currently 53 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get you into some more news stories. Um, If we can, that is uh, what's going on. Anyways, a man behind bars and suspicions of throwing a knife at a good Samaritan in a parking lot at a Pacific View Mall in Ventura. Daniel Martindale has more information. Police say the suspect crashed his car into a raised planter in the parking lot Tuesday night. The victim asked the other driver if he was okay. He was met with obscenities. Then the driver got out of his car and threw a knife at the victim. Then he walked over and punched him. The suspect, who was allegedly drunk, was arrested. Police also found a loaded gun on his front passenger seat. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, thank you, Daniel, for that information right there. Sorry. Was getting some info there on the wire. Uh, So trying to take a look at what was going on um, inside of the info. So take a listen to this. The Channel Islands Wildlife Marine Institute continues to treat sick sea animals that are found on shores of Ventura and Santa Barbara counties. Daniel Martindale has the latest. Hundreds of marine mammals have been sickened by demoic acid toxicosis in recent weeks. It's caused by ingesting toxic algae in the Pacific Ocean. In the past month exactly, the Channel Islands Wildlife Marine Institute has treated more than 116 animals suffering from the toxicosis. Officials have saved some, but others didn't make it. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, thank you very much for the information of that, because that's going to be important. Anyways, no winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million Drawing. Friday night's drawing will be for $256 million jackpot or $137.4 million payout. If you want to play the game, well, I guess you have the opportunity of doing so, because that's what we do with games. We play them. Yes, that would be the thing. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. And taking a look around, let's talk about 2021. I know it wasn't that far ago, but take a listen to this. Elon Musk's SpaceX launches its first in all civilian space flight. The three-day orbit around the Earth um, blasted off in NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral, Florida, with four non-professional astronauts aboard. The amateur astronauts were Jared Isaacman, Haley, well, I'm not going to be able to butcher her last name, Chris Sabrowski, and Dr. Sion Proster. So there you go. That happened back a year ago on this date. Anyways, we need to talk about some birthdays for today. Let's talk about those. Matt Chiverly turns 32, Chelsea Kane, 34, Heidi Pratt, 36, Prince Harry, 38, Ben Schwartz, 41, Tom Hardy, 45, Jimmy Carr, 50, Queen Latisse of Spain, 50, Lisa Vanderpump, turns 62, Brendan O'Carroll, 67, Pete Carroll, 71, and Tommy Lee Jones turned 76 today. So that's what's going on inside of the world of birthdays. If you are trying to find a reason to celebrate today, well, I got several of those for you today. National Online Learning Day, National Cheese Toast Day, National Linguini Day, National Felt Hat Day, National Double Cheeseburger Day, and National Cream de Mente Day. So there you go. Some interesting stuff to celebrate if you're so inclined to do so today, what else would you want to celebrate? I mean, I don't know. That kind of seemed to cover a whole factoid of things to do if you were so um, wanting to do so. But that's the thing. You have to want to. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts. A bolt of lightning can reach 54,000 
Fahrenheit. That's five times hotter than the surface of the sun. The vast majority of blind people in the U.S. and the U.K. cannot read Braille. Takes approximately 12 hours for food to entirely digest. It's If your last name is closer to the end of the alphabet, you're more than likely to be an impulsive spender. Most female cats prefer using right paws and male, pats, um, male cats are more likely to use left paws. About 40% of ants our colony are lazy and spend most of their time just sitting around. So there you go. Some stuff that you didn't know about ants. Now you know. Uh, what else? If you need a random joke for today, I got one for you. I'd like to thank to whoever told my mom that what that W2F means, wow, that's fantastic. It's so much fun to text her now. If you need something for a phone starter, try this. What television series had a perfect ending? If you need something for the water cooler, try this question. A study found that you're more likely to befriend a person whose what is similar to yours? Body odor or smell. So hopefully you're not close to anybody that you think that stinks because that makes it kind of weird because you're going to sit back and go, but hold on, I thought that that person stunk and now I'm um, associated with them. So that's going to make it a little icky icky if we can say so right there anyways thank you for being the best part of safety fm and radio big and that is the listener because without you we couldn't do what we do around here anyways over the next couple hours i will be going over to radio big.fm to hang out and do the things that we do over there which is mostly music you're more than welcome on coming out and hanging out and taking a listen if you're so inclined to do so anyways if i can leave you with a deep thought for today i would love to leave you with this to think too long about doing a thing often becomes an undoing. Think about that. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Tearing the ass out of you like gas station sushi. 